0: Well, the 28th of January is election day in Finland, as the Scandinavian nation of five million people goes to the polls to elect a new president, who'll replace the man who's held the post for 12 years, two full terms. Sauli Niinisto. Finland has a 1,300-kilometer border with Russia, and recently ditched its long-standing policy of neutrality to join April, to join NATO in April of 2023. Joining us to preview Finland's presidential election now is Dr Iro Saka from the Finnish Institute of International Affairs. Dr Saka, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you. I understand that in Finland, the prime minister is the the chief executive and sits in the single house of parliament, but the presidency is not a purely ceremonial post either. Could you explain the role of president in Finland's political system for us?
1: Yeah, well, in Finland, the president holds quite an important position, especially in relation to foreign and security policy. In fact, in the constitution, it states that uh, he or she is the leader of Finland's foreign and security policy. And together with uh, the government, uh, the president leads the policy line. And obviously now, since we're a member of NATO, well, we've just been member less than a year, mm. that position has become more important. I mean, it's a new table where the president sits in and also given the very precarious um security situation in europe at the moment i think the president has a very important role not only in terms of Finland's foreign and security policy but when you look at the european scale and nato as well i mean he certainly has his say in it
0: absolutely and i suppose that makes the the change from someone who's been in the post for a long time uh, quite significant i gather it's quite a crowded mm-hmm. field for the presidency is it about nine candidates i think but who are the front runners in the race
1: well, altogether, actually, eight candidates who made it right. to the the actual uh, election for a campaign. There were more candidates who wanted to do so, but eight made it. And there are three prime candidates at the moment who are likely to go to the second round. So we will have the first round of election tomorrow. And if none of those eight candidates will get 50%, more than 50% of the votes, we will have a second mm. round in two weeks. Uh, Alexander Stoop, who is um, liberal, uh, let's say conservative, green, uh, very pro-European Um candidate he's leading the polls Uh, depending on the polls we he normally has something between 22 and 27 percent and he's followed up by very closely by becca harvester who is actually our former minister for foreign affairs and who was very active in finland's nato process he's um I would say liberal green socialist background, more, more on the left side but mm-hmm. but uh but he's actually been nominated by Voters Association so he's, he's not running uh for the presidency as a candidate of the Green Party and then the third one who's actually I would say a runner up but kind of a surprise, we had these polls coming this week and we were not expecting to see a third candidate so close to uh, Stoop and Harvester, it's Yussi Halaho, he's the national conservative um candidate, he He's uh, a member of the so-called True Finns party uh, which is i would say the most kind of right wing party that we have here in Finland and he he nearly has a 20% share of the votes according to the most recent poll so it's going to be a really tight uh tight selec- election and and we will see how it works out i mean Stupi is most likely to, to go to the um the, the second round and then i think it's uh, it's a battle between Harvisto and Haarla really
0: Mm, that's really interesting. So only two candidates in yeah. the second round. But you mentioned the Finns exactly. party candidate. Am I right in thinking that that is a, a sort of new insurgent force in Finnish politics that's on the right, which seems to mirror developments uh, across Europe?
1: Yeah, well, they really made their first breakthrough uh, in the 2011 uh, national elections that we had, the general elections. And after that, they they hold about like a 15 to 20% share of the electoral votes, okay. which is quite substantial. And they're actually at the government for the second time now. Um, they've been uh, maybe accused to be a little bit of a populist party as well. They they've stolen votes from uh the left, from the social democrats, also from some conservatives. But so so, in a way, it was not a surprise mm. that he attracted so many votes because he has a very, very strong group of followers. Uh, he even has a nickname called the Master, according <laughs> to his uh, to his. His, you know uh, followers so so if those people go to the polls and what uh, the statistics show now because we had advanced voting ongoing for nearly 10 days um you know actually we saw bigger share of voters going to vote in advance and that normally correlates with the be- better electoral turnout in the actual polling day so if he manages to mobilize his voters The chances are quite high that he actually might go uh, on the second round. Mm. And that actually leads to a very important point, which is tactical voting. We saw tactical voting in the Finnish general elections last uh, spring already a lot. So it might be that the left-wing parties are trying to concentrate and focus their votes for Becca Harvester just to make sure that Hala wouldn't make it to the second round
0: would that be the first time that the Finns party candidate has made it to the second round of a presidential election
1: that would be i think that would be the first time indeed so in the last election when we had um you know Sauli to running for the second um, presidency of the term presidency he he was against Becker Harvest in the second round so to make it to the second round I and mean, they had candidates uh, in the first round but in the second round they haven't had a candidate so this indeed would be the first time
0: mm. On Sunday Extra, we're speaking with Dr Iro Sakar about the upcoming Finnish presidential election. And Iro, with the president having foreign policy responsibility, as you mentioned, at a critical time with the move to uh-huh. NATO, is there much policy difference between the main candidates' stances on foreign policy and security? Mm. Well,
1: it's been quite difficult to make (laughs) and to kind of distinguish differences with with the different candidates and this can be quite surprising because when you look at the Finnish uh, political landscape we do have several political parties. We have parties on the left, we have parties on the right, in the middle but they all are really unified on one issue and that is that Finland, it was the right thing to apply for Finland's NATO membership Mm. so even the parties on the far left, they think this was the right thing to do. So even NATO is not a dividing issue, I would say it's a unifying issue amongst the candidates. But there's one aspect of it that really brings up slight differences between the candidates, even the top three candidates. And that's the question of uh, nuclear policy. Because in the past, I mean, Finland has not been a member of a nuclear alliance. We had a very strong focus on disarmament policies and issues. And now we actually have to take up this stance. I mean, how are we going to get active in NATO's nuclear policy as Mm. a member of the alliance? And Stoop, is the candidate, has most clearly expressed um, his desire to open up the discussion whether we should allow the transport of uh, nuclear substances, even weapons. We're not talking about permanent basing or anything like that. We're talking about in the case that, you know, we would required to let a plane, a fighter jet for instance, a path by Finnish territory whether we would allow that because our current national legislation doesn't allow that, uh, to have any kind of nuclear substances on the Finnish soil even in peacetime and and when we look at Harvest though, he would actually continue with the current legislation and then Hala Aho is kind of saying, I somewhat agree, agree with the fact that we <laughs> would have to kind of, uh, you know, amend <laughs> this legislation, so that's a tiny thing. And then another thing I think that where you can see slight differences between the candidates is when you look at the question of uh, international security at large. And Hala is definitely the candidate that focuses most on the national security aspect of it. So whether we're talking about having troops, permanent troops, NATO troops in Finland, or whether we, we're talking about NATO's peacetime operations, he always brings up that we always have to look after our national defence. which so is kind of like old conservative time of thinking because mm. we're now members of the alliance. But but um, now when you look at Harvey's though and uh, Stoop on the other hand, Harvester, the, one, the, uh, the former pre, uh, uh, prime minister, uh, sorry, foreign, foreign minister. He, I think, he wants to may, maybe emphasise more Finland's uh, and the president's a uh, global role that the president could take. For instance, how he could initiate dialogue. Mm. Uh, with the Global South, for instance, and he is actually he has got a very strong background in peace, peace negotiations and peace mediation in African and Middle Eastern countries. So he brings that forth. And then if you look at um, uh, Alexander Stoop, I mean, he has had a very strong European uh, profile in the past. He served as Finland's prime minister, minister for foreign affairs. Minister for Europe and International Trade, so and even a member at the European Parliament as as well. But he has brought this very like European federalist agenda uh, to his politics in the past. Now he wants to take a step back a bit and say, well, whoa, well, we have to be more realistic and realist in these times because we are facing a lot more mm. difficult security situation in Europe. So, so you see little nuances there, little differences, and I I think what it really might boil down to is the character of those candidates as well. I mean, how they are able and ready to convince and formulate their views and uh, appeal to the audience as, as very kind of uh, professional, uh, you know, policy makers. Yeah, that,
0: that's interesting, particularly, I suppose, if it comes down to character when at least two, but it sounds like all three candidates are very well known to the Finnish uh, electorate, in particular in Stubb's case. President yeah. seems like the only post he hasn't held so far. And, and he's coming yeah. back to politics after retiring. Exactly. Is that right?
1: Yeah, he went, he's actually been working as a professor at the European Institute, University Institute in Florence in Italy for the past few years. So he kind of retired from politics after being prime minister for a few years. And, and then, you know, what, I think the whole situation in Europe, the Russia's unprovoked war in Ukraine, made him rethink when he was asked to run uh, yes, you know, yeah. for presidency. So well, so he made a comeback now, big oh, time.
0: Yeah, yeah, well, I was going to ask you about that because I wondered how much the, uh, the position of Russia looms in this election, or more broadly, in Finnish politics. It sounds like it's sort of very much front of mind at the moment.
1: Absolutely. And, I mean, what we've seen... I mean, all the candidates, even I'm talking about all the eight candidates, they're very clear on their policy on Russia, which is... Absolutely, you know, <laughs> pro Ukraine, and 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 comp- I mean, all the diplomatic ties pretty much being cut between uh, you know Finland and the European, uh, Western European countries at the moment. So, so the position is completely different towards Russia to what it was, for instance, ten or fifteen years ago uh, in Finland. Those days that where Finland was like acting as a kind of peace, peace negotiator or mediator between East and West. They're kind of over, I mean, and so so that's one thing that really unifies them, and also the second thing I would say is the support for Ukraine. Mm. And uh, wh- when I mentioned about you know, candidate pre- uh, um, I mean, even though he's very kind of um nationalistic and national security oriented, he's a very strong supporter of Ukraine, and he actually even speaks Ukraine <laughs> and he, he's, he's got a uh, PhD on that. So, um, so so what there are unifying factors, but there are also factors that bring together and issues that bring together these, these candidates. And especially with the situation happening in the eastern yes. border now, um, yeah, you might know, I mean, the listeners might have heard that the eastern border between uh, Russia and Finland has been closed for nearly two months now because of uh, Russia's um, hybrid um, operation there. They are basically uh, trying to push immigrants over the border in Finland yes. and see how Finland reacts to that. So, so yeah. That's absolutely. A
0: really fascinating portrait of the political situation facing Finland as it enters the election day. Uh, Iro, thank you so much for speaking with us on thank Sunday you. extra. Thanks just, for having me. just one quick final question. Who do you okay. see the runoff being between, and who do you think will win?
1: Oh, that's very interesting. I, <laughs> I think the odds are, now, it looks quite likely that it will be still definitely who's going to the second round. And I still think that it's going to be Harvester because mm-hmm. I, I do believe that the left uh, and the the green voters they they want to kind of tactically uh you know make sure that harvester makes it to the second round and there's been various different studies made over the past let's say four months uh what the odds are if it's going to be uh stoop and harvest in the second round and stoop is i think just going to likely to win in a very kind of small margin but i think he will do it yeah that's that's my guess but we'll see the voters will decide nothing's yet decided tomorrow it's the tomorrow actually is the big calling day in finland and the voters will decide that yes indeed
0: very wise final words thank you so much for joining us on rm thank you that's Dr. Irosaka, a postdoctoral fellow in the research programme for Finnish Foreign Policy, North European Security and NATO at the Finnish Institute of International Affairs. And on Sunday Extra, it's 25 minutes past seven. Find more great ABC RN stories that take you beyond the headlines on the ABC Listen app.